Hello and welcome to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast. My name is Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. We're on episode 98 today. Does delegating make you lazy is my question. And my answer, short answer is no. (laughs) However, we are wired to believe that the answer is yes. It is in the core belief of who we are. It's in our subconscious. And I realized it. Well, it's something I've always understood. I wrote a book about it. I've created a life around delegating and understanding how to ask for help. But I was really hit in the face with this last week, two weeks ago, when uh, I tried to, I've tried, I, I continue to try, I'm trying to rewire my belief system around it. And I thought of an idea and it required a creation, like a content creation, physical creation of something. And it's one of those things that I know how to do. I just didn't really want to. And immediately, which this actually shows me that I am rewiring, immediately reached out to someone and said, hey, can you do this for me? I'll pay you. And the thing is, is then after I did that, I I had that thought of like, oh man, you're so lazy. Like, what are you doing instead, Aaron? You're in a quarantine and you know, you're not working nearly as much on work work as I typically do because of how much has changed and that my energy and focus has had to kind of shift a bit. However, I felt like I was kind of in an argument with myself, the mean girl in myself who's calling me lazy for having someone else do something for me when in fact, I think it was actually quite productive. So this is where the seed is for this quick conversation I want to have with you today. And I believe that a lot of women, a lot of us, and this is, you know, this, this is why there are coaches. This is why there, there, there's therapy and so many programs and courses out there to teach women how to, um, honor their cycles and their energy and figure out how to, to, do all the things without burning out. And it's because I believe we really put our value and worth in our to-do list. And we measure our worth and our value based on how many things on our to-do list we got to cross off in a day. Tell me, tell, I, I do, I want to know. When I said that, we're like, yep, yep, that's me. Tell me, connect with me. Tag me on Instagram, DM me, email me. I want to know, are you someone who does that? I have I have lived my entire life being that person. And it's interesting because it's really a matter of how we define what is productive. And I've, I've even heard people say, and I, I believe it's coming up a lot uh, as we're in this quarantine of, um, you know, people spending their days being slower meaning staying in leggings, uh, not putting makeup on, reading more books, uh, doing more puzzles, watching more TV than they ever have, and uh, sleeping in, things like that. And I think a lot of people are starting to feel like they're lazy or unproductive. And I know that our world right now is really faced... (laughs) With social media, we're, we're faced with what other people are doing, their highlights. And I know there are many of us who are really embracing the slow and seeing a lot of people do a lot of things, like a lot of house projects. I'm, my feed is just filled with people planting in the house even and uh, gardening and doing house projects. And I have really indulged in the slower part of all of this, of... Um, 
uh, homeschooling, if you will, uh, teaching at home, online distance learning, uh, reading, and really focusing on my business and how I need to support my current uh, clients and, and all of that. So I explain all of this in that I think there are a lot of people who compare and, uh, you know, look at the, the quote unquote productivity of other people and in turn assume that they're being unproductive or lazy because you didn't plant things today. You didn't paint a room today. You didn't complete this home project. You didn't spring clean your house. But I want to ask you, does that mean you're being unproductive or does that mean you're honoring your body and what it needs? So the definition of productivity or productive is producing or able to produce large amounts of goods, crops, or other commodities. And the second definition is achieving or producing a significant amount or result. So I really want you to think about that second part, achieving or producing a significant amount or results. So let's say you're someone who's like me right now and is in a space of um, really indulging in the still, the slow, connecting with your family, sitting down, doing puzzles, reading more books, um, you know, doing the status quo cleaning, not the crazy cleaning, not completing any house projects or anything like that. Does that mean you're unproductive or does that mean you're producing bigger results in a different way and in a different area? Because our life is comprised of many different areas and many of us function in busyness and as a result, have empty cups. And quite frankly, that's incredibly unproductive. That is unproductive. We are burning ourselves out. That's not producing anything valuable, really, except a depleted person who is burnt out and can't keep going. So I want you to really redefine what productive means for you. For me in this space, I when I'm delegating, when I'm choosing slow, when I'm asking for help, I'm producing more energy. I am producing more balance, if you will. I'm producing better alignment in my life. So I want you to really begin to look at, do I need to to pull back from how I define what productive is? Is it in my to-do list? Is your worth in your to-do list? There is no right or wrong answer, but if your answer is yes, I want you to really think about where else you have worth and value in your life. Is there worth and value in being a mother who is rested and energized and asked someone else to clean her house so that she can get enough sleep so she can play with her kids? Is it valuable and worth it to hire someone to clean your house when world functions when the world functions in a normal way quote unquote normal whatever that is from here I don't know but having some a cleaning person so that you can spend your weekends doing family activities instead of cleaning where is your value we can't compare our value and our worth to another person none of us are apples and apples and I think when we are in this world of social media, we are faced with a ton of comparison and a ton of noise that we are welcoming into our our heads, our beliefs, our hearts every time we open our apps. And when I say this, I'm not a black and white person. I'm not like, social media sucks. It doesn't. I actually think it's super valuable, in fact. And it's amazing and a wonderful way 
um, you know, piece of our culture. But in another hand, we need to be careful and have boundaries around everything. And I want you to really consider if you're in a space of comparing your worth and your value and your productivity based on what other people are doing. And remember that it doesn't, you know, if someone's choosing to spend their time doing a lot of things, that might be what they need to do to feel good for their energy. It doesn't mean that we all are required to do the same thing. There are those of us that that's another piece that's so important with all of this, that we're, we're all kind of being forced to be pushed into this space of taking care of ourselves and whatever that looks like is going to look different for another person. I have certain weeks where taking care of myself looks a lot different than taking care of myself in another week. There are some weeks that taking care of myself is a lot of sleeping. It's a lot of journaling and meditating and alone time. And other times the way I need to take care of myself is connecting more with my people in my house. It's reading more. It's doing more with my work. It's moving my body more. It's uh, taking care of tasks, all of those things. So don't compare your worth and your value to another person's worth and value and how they view their worth and value. It's so important to put up those boundaries so that you can fully understand what what is it that's going to make me feel productive today and and redefine that productivity redefine the perspective that instead of saying i slept in i'm lazy you say i slept in because my body was tired and now i feel amazing and now i can do more because i honored the energy that my body was asking you know that my body was saying i need more sleep and you gave your body that sleep and now you can get up and do more things so I want you to think, is delegating making you lazy? Does it does delegation mean that you're lazy or does it mean that you are in, in tune and completely aware of what productive means for your body, for your soul, for your mind, and that you are honoring that and setting up the boundaries that you need to put in place in order to continue to stay aligned and productive in who you are. So if that means you're delegating out dinners, if that means you're you're getting takeout, and whether we're in a quarantine or not, obviously things are constantly evolving and constantly changing. It's the only guarantee in life. This applies to every area and every time and context of our life that constantly ask yourself, what can I delegate? Because I will tell you right now, mama, if you are trying to do everything on that to-do list, you will burn out. It is inevitable. It is not possible to sustain that amount of energy. And and if we place our value in that to-do list and you're starting to burn out, and less and less is getting done on that to-do list, what is that doing to your soul? What is that doing to your heart? How is that productive? It is not productive. So again, you might be a person who can accomplish to-do lists differently than the next person, and that's okay. But it's so important to find that awareness and constantly check in with yourself and honor what your body is asking and rewrite the story and the beliefs around what quantifies being lazy or productive. And I fully believe that understanding delegation and utilizing delegation is crucial in order to find that alignment and be productive. So setting up a chore list for your kids, 
delegating different tasks around the house and communicating that, um, really using a scheduling technique of some kind, one that resonates with you in order to plan your weeks and your months to honor the energy that you're feeling and know that if you can't get as much done this week because of your energy, you're probably going to be able to do it the next week or the next week or next month or whatever it is. So I want you to really redefine what productivity is for you. I want you to think about one way that you can delegate something this week. For me, I'm delegating dinners still. I'm just not doing them. I do breakfast and lunch for three people every single day. And it doesn't make sense for my energy to spend time cooking dinner every day. It just doesn't. So I have passed that task off to my husband for the foreseeable future until things shift again with everything that we're doing and everything that we're in. And it feels really good. It's hard. There's an ego in there that tells me to feel bad, but it feels really good. So tell me what is one thing that you're going to delegate this week to honor your energy so that I can hear it and honor you and celebrate with you and think big, whether it's something at home or if it's something with your business, having someone do your emails for you or design your website for you or help you write blog posts or even investing in pre-written templates for emails or blog posts. Like what, what is it that you can delegate and not recreate the wheel and ask somebody to help you do something so that you can continue to be productive as opposed to being lazy. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to hear how you apply this. So be sure you're in touch with me. Let me know at Aaron Joyce Co. And email is Aaron at AaronJoyceCo.com. Links are in the show notes. And if you are needing or wanting a scheduling technique, I am sharing my hindsight to foresight scheduling technique. All you have to do is head over to my website, AaronJoyceCo.com the coaching page. You can also go into the show notes here and click the link. It is erinjoycecoaching.com slash scheduling guide. And you can sign up to grab your, uh, your own PDF to utilize my hindsight to foresight scheduling technique. I also share how I implement this pretty much every Sunday on my Instagram stories. So be sure you check it out there. Uh, and I believe that's it. Nice and short today, guys. I kept it at just about 15 minutes. I hope that you have an amazing week. I am so excited for you to continue to honor your energy, stay aligned, and just keep moving those chess pieces and evolve and change with the change that's always faced. We're always faced with it, you know? So it's so cool to constantly be aware and make adjustments as needed. I can't wait to hear how you're doing it. I will talk to you next time. Treat others the way you want to be treated. 